Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Get around, clowns. Michael Moulton, Into the Rock, coming to you live from Orlando, Florida. Man, that was just right off the rip. How about that? Let's do it again. Orlando, Florida. Yeah, that just happened. That just happened. 2022. What's up, everybody on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter and Facebook? Y'all ready? Let's do this up in here. Here we go. We're going to be talking about this year. Drug addiction, alcoholism, Mm. Mm. that nasty, nasty stigma, hurts, habits, hangups, codependency, workaholism, gambling, porn, hobbies, service work, service work, religion, church. Yeah, church can be an addiction. We can go that way too. We can go get lost in service work to hide from what's really going on with me. Because the last thing I want to do is look at me. That's right. Man, it feels good to be back. And we haven't been gone, but we're back. And we've got a really exciting 2022 lined out for you. And I'm going back and forth from B-Town, Dallas, here to Orlando, Florida. We'll touch on that. What the heck are you doing, M2? What are you doing in Florida? I don't know. I'm just following my feet, following my feet. So welcome to the show. A special shout out to um, some really special people that have made this possible. Um, uh, DFW Corn and Jewelry. Remember that? DFW Corn and Jewelry. Now, if you see me looking up, there's Instagram and I'm looking down and this is Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. And man, it's all over the place. So give me some comments. Can I see you? And we are also downloading this afterwards on all the iPod uh, channels through our distribution, uh, Anchor, who's owned by Spotify, and then also uh, Spreaker, who is also owned by iHeart. Remember that? Remember the iHeart days? How about you long-time people? In the comments, I know you are listening to this audio, but in the comments, 
How long have you been watching us? How long have you been looking at this? So let me get over here real quick and see if we're live. Let's see here. Are we live? I don't know. I don't know if we're live or not. Well, we're going to watch it. So let me see just to make sure so I can get going on here. There we are. We're live on Instagram. All right. So welcome to everybody on the show. I get this shared out. If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. I've been watching people do that. Hit that subscribe button. And if you're on Facebook and Twitter, get it out there. Just get it out there. The reason why we want to share this out is because people in the comments, we have been so fortunate on Into the Rock that in the comments, a fellowship is there. People fellowship and they and they help one another in the comments and and we really stress that in fellowship time, especially in early recovery from anything, that men work with men and women work with women. Uh, this platform, this show is, is not about drug addiction and alcoholism. It's about addiction. What is addiction? What is it? Addiction is this. It's the street name for spiritual stronghold. This is the way I look at it. This is the way that I believe in it. It's, it's the street name for spiritual stronghold. And it is... Addiction is a, it's, it's a person, place, thing that becomes my source. Yeah, it's a person, place, or thing that becomes my source. But I can get so sick that it can be a person, place, thing. Are you all ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Or a thought. Yeah. Remember that? A thought that can become my source. So, uh, this year on 2022, we're going to have a lot of great guests on the show. We've got a bunch of men lined up. We're going to have a lot of men guests uh, in the first half of the show. And we also have, hmm, there's a lady that I'm talking to on the phone. You just don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. So, um, all right, get this shared out. Uh, uh, if you if you haven't been on Into the Rock, this is your first time. Um, I am in long-term recovery. I hope so, because I was in long-term, highly highly deadly chemical dependency suicide suicide i drank alcohol for the very first time and when i drank that alcohol i felt like everyone around me looked this is my story when we share our story i was taught to share what it was like and what happened and what it's like today well here's what it was like when i drank i got this feeling at the age of 10 years old and i felt like everybody around me looked and i'm like going Man, this is how we live. But I continued to drink alcohol, then moved on to drugs and, and other visible things to try to change the way I felt. And I was doing it more and more and more because I wanted to feel good about the bad decisions I was making as a result of the consequences of drugs and alcohol. This is a deadly disease. Now, drugs and alcohol and into the rock is the hook. It is the hook. I get more pleasure when someone comes up to me and they say, hey, drugs and alcohol are not my problem, but man, I can really relate to what you say because I'm addicted to work or I'm addicted to my thoughts. My thoughts start speaking out loud to me and I really start believing them. And we're going to touch on that this, this entire year. We're going to put together, um, put together a, a schedule that works best for you. So in the comments, we need a lot of people in the comments uh, saying, what night's good for you? What do you recommend? If you've been a longtime follower of Into the Rock, we used to go noon uh, from from a, from a news network studio and and iHeart Radio. We were the drive home traffic at uh, four o'clock to six o'clock uh, Central Time. We did that for a while, but tonight we're just ripping. We're just ripping and running and doing that. So I'm gonna see if we're on here. Let's see. 
can't get, I don't know if people are talking to me or not. I don't know how to work this thing. I always had someone doing it for me. Let's see here. Okay. 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 Where are you at? I don't know. So let me see real quick. Bear with me. I see you on Instagram. Everybody on Instagram, y'all bear with me because I'm about to dive right into the show. And then after that, after that, we'll rip this down and it will trim the front end out. That's what we do. We trim the front end out. We edit. Edit, crop, filter. No, 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 no. Let's see here. Ooh, we're on. Kevin Allen. The Kevin Allen Show. Check that out. Go check him out. Um, let me tell you a story. I was literally in, in here in Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. O-Town. And I'm in the parking lot at Walmart. I just had to go pick something up. And man, I am just in my feelings. And it's been, a, I cannot wait to share with y'all this last year because it has been such a growing year. Pain. Oh my God, pain. Pain. And a lot of it was self-inflicted. But as I was leaving Walmart, hashtag Walmart, I was leaving Walmart and I was in a dark place. And this guy named Kevin Allen, I forgot he had my number. He texted me and he says, hey, we want to email you. We've been trying to get you on our show. When can you come on? And I said, tonight, tonight, I want to come on tonight. He's like, whoa, and they're scrambling around and I get home. We set up and I was on the Kevin Allen show. So uh, why did I do that? I'm at my most peace doing this. I am at my most peace doing this because I get out of self. Mm -hmm. That's my story. My, my story was when I was incarcerated, as y'all know, this man came in. Finally, after 27 mug shots, he couldn't read or write. So I read to him. That's all I did was read to him. It was black words on white paper. And then next thing I know, four days go by and I feel this sense of peace for the first time in my entire life. Why? Why is that? Why do I feel this peace? What's going on here? And I realized that for the first time in my life, I was completely out of self, serving someone and expecting nothing in return. Can you relate to that? Selfless. Yeah. My life has never been the same since. Got released from prison, uh, traveled over 300 miles, um, and here I am. If you haven't seen Dr. Tony Evans, the Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship special shot, thank you to them about the great piece that they um, they filmed about Brandon and I, my son. Uh, in fact, I'm at his place right now, and he's in Colorado, ready? After a year of sobriety, he's in Colorado. Guess what he's doing? Yep. Yeah, he's doing it. He's with men fellowship. Yeah. You thought, I was, you thought I was going to tell you he was smoking trees. No, that bro, dude, he has helped me so much and he's in Colorado with an incredible strong group of men. Uh, they might be watching right now. So I love you guys. I hope you have a good time and be safe. Here's what we're going to do tonight. You ready? 12 steps, hmm? 12 steps. Now I want y'all to share this out. Treatment centers, judges, anybody watching this, this is about to be something that will really help your clients, uh, help the inmates. We download this after the show to audio, okay? Because our show is on every single tablet across the country in every single prison. All these things that are happening at M2 The Rock, not one of them was pursued. Not one. Not one. The Tony Evans piece, Nina Jones, who's a very close friend of ours that works for their camp. Uh, she's actually in the hospital right now. Hopefully she's watching. Uh, now y'all put in the comments, prayers to Nina. Uh, she is battling her and her mom COVID right now. So the COVID disease is still out there. It's still out there. 
So let's see here. Oh, it's there. I don't, this new software, this is bothering me. So I got to see if we are on, on Facebook, anybody on Instagram, make a comment and let's see if we are, there it is. I see it. We're on. So anyways, Nina Jones is in the hospital right now. Um, almost put her in intensive care, but Nina, love you. I've been texting her and she's going to be okay. And she's going the right way. Let's pray for her mom. Let's pray for her mom and everybody out there who's struggling with um, this COVID, this invisible, invisible global reset. We're going to talk today on this show. We do talk about God, but it's a God of your understanding. It's a God of your understanding. We're going to talk about, um, let's see here. Is it, it is working. Look at everybody on here. Okay, there I can see y'all now. See, look, I can't see you. I can see you here, but I can't see you here. All right. All right. I'm getting hunkered in. Hunkered in. Y'all ready? Push hashtag. Hashtag start. Start this thing, M2. Let's go. But it is a, this COVID deal, I used to not believe in anything invisible. Like, God, what are you talking about? Are you the, Casper the Friendly Ghost? Are you kidding me? No. I'm God. I'm God. And you're going to follow me because I'm a power greater than anybody, anybody. And I truly believe that. And, and this invisible thing. But why do we believe in COVID? Why? Why is COVID? It's invisible. Why do we have so much belief in it? Because of its visible results. Think about that. COVID is invisible. But we all believe in it. We don't even, we, we believe if it's COVID, okay? But it is something. It's something that's taken this world hostage. And it's invisible. The reason why? Because of the visible, visible symptoms, the visible results. The same thing goes true for recovery. Mm -hmm. Because when we are shooting the invisible in our veins, drinking it, workaholism, whatever, golf, hobbies, service, whatever it is, that has become my source, the visible, the visible is noticeable. But once we put the invisible inside of us, the visible is noticed. So it's the complete opposite. I hope that made sense. Whew. 12 steps. What are the 12 steps? The 12 steps. Have you heard the 12 steps? I never heard of the 12 steps until 1999 when I walked into uh, my first support group meeting because I was married at the time. And if I was allowed to come home, my home, I bought the home. How dare you tell me I can't come home? Well, I couldn't come home until I went to a support group meeting. Why do I say support group meeting? Because I don't wave a flag for the groups that I attend. Okay. But I do attend 12 step support group meetings every single day because they work for me because they are like-minded people because at the bar I hung out with like-minded people, right? I hung out at the bar and I fellowship with people, men who would co-sign on my resentments. Yeah. That, that's why I went to the bar. They would co-sign on my resentments. You know, Michael, you're right. You're right. Do that. Do that. And then the, in recovery, no, they don't do that. But the 12 steps has taught me a new way of life. You heard that before? A new way of life. The 12 steps are 12 steps that are lined out to do an absolute internal cleaning of myself. And I'm going to walk through all 12 steps very quickly. So this is going to be a great, if you don't understand the 12 steps or, or you need someone to, to look at, this is it. 
Now, after this show, we will take the video and I will trim all the front part down where I'm doing all this yapping and get right to the meat, right to the meat. The 12 steps recovery. So an early history of life recovery, early history. There is a very well-known group that a lot of us know, and it's called Alcoholics Anonymous. And why is it called anonymous is that the men and women who go in there because of the stigma, they didn't want anybody to know um, what their problem was. When they went in there, you announce yourself as I'm Michael and I'm an alcoholic. And, and what that does is that's your membership. The only required membership in this support group meeting is a desire to stop drinking just for that day. In fact, you, you don't even have to stop. You don't. Even, it's just suggested as a program of recovery that it works better. Now, as they're doing this, and this is all created by God, because and if you don't believe in God and you're watching this, you're getting the hibby-jibbies, you're in the right show. You are watching the right show because that was me. In early recovery, in 1935, let me take these off. Now, these are prescriptions. Some people are going, why do you wear sunglasses all the time? Well, they're prescription, but these I can see closer up. In 1935, Bill W, Bill W, because it's our last initial because of anonymity anonymous, but his name is out there. It's Bill Wilson, the founder of Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Once again, I don't wave any flags for any groups. This is the story. And Dr. Bob, who were deeply involved with the Oxford group movement, founded Alcoholics Anonymous. They were seeking to live out the Oxford group's four absolutes. And those four absolutes were this honesty. Absolute honesty, absolute purity, absolute unselfishness, and absolute love. As they help others find the sobriety that they were experiencing in those beginning days of the program, there were no 12 steps. There weren't any. And instead, they had six precepts relayed by EBT. EBT was one of the very first guys who found Jesus. He found Jesus and he came in and sat down with Bill Wilson and Bill Wilson's drinking. You know, he's just doing what we do. He's drinking. And Ebby just simply came in there. And he says, I've found a new way of life, a new way of life. Now, Ebby was Bill Wilson's drinking buddy. I mean, they used to rock it. And, and remember, Bill Wilson was a monster. I mean, he was a gangster. I mean, he, he was a stockbroker. He made a lot of money. He was extremely smart because alcoholics and drug addicts are extremely smart extremely creative and the reason why that is is because we have to be okay to juggle all the lives we do and all the all the all the lies and all the stories in our brain man it's exhausting exhausting and when ebby came in bill wilson saw something now has anybody ever crossed your path where they just change and a light goes on you're like going wow that's not the same michael i met that's not the same so-and-so that I met. Something's really happened. And it sticks in your brain. You, you think about it all the time. Like, Something's really happened. That's what Bill Wilson did because his best friend, longtime friend, Ebby, something happened. And as a result of that, when he left, Bill Wilson continued to drink and continued to drunk and fall on the street. He had no money. And um, that's what we do, right? We don't drink up. We drink down. All right. We don't drink. We always end up at the lake. Alcoholics end up at the lake with a bug screen over the window, just like me living in a stolen suburban with uh, with, with thrift clothing in the back seat. And I'm like going, I got this. I, I got this. Today is the day that I'm going to make the comeback. Twenty seven mugshots later. 
Hmm? That's what we do. We fight this thing to the bitter end and you don't have to do that today watching this. Why? Because I love sharing my experience, strength and hope that maybe someone will do something that's most unbelievable thing in the world. Are you ready? It's simply this. Huh? Right there. If you don't think you have a problem with alcohol, I don't say the word you much. If I don't think that I have a problem with alcohol or drugs, if I don't think that, and if I am thinking that, I have a problem. The thought of I have a problem with milk never enters my mind. Why? It's not my source. I don't have a mental obsession over it. Also, if we have a mental obsession over anger, anger is a drug. Anger is a drug. And we can get stuck on anger, that, that morbid reflection and, and plotting and scheming while we're laying in bed, playing the whole thing through perfectly. And the next thing we know, it's five o'clock in the morning and we're like exhausted, exhausted. And the person we're plotting against slept perfect, not even thinking about us. Mental obsession. It's a mental disease. This is a mental disease. And for me, it's a spiritual disease. Okay. It is a spiritual disease. And as they put this together, these six precepts, Bill W's sponsor, here are the six precepts that they put together. Hang in there with me. One, we admitted we were licked. Done. Had it. Okay. How many times, if you can relate to this, when you wake up in the middle of the night, you're by yourself. Now, you've been Big Daddy from Cincinnati all night long in the bar and you got the girls everywhere or the girls are, you're all dolled up and and everything but once you remember those dark nights or dark mornings where you're by yourself and in your head you're going what is going on i can't do this no more i'm tired of this i cannot do this anymore remember that i do i'm done never ever drinking again and i mean it you relate to this and that night I'm drunk or high again. Why? Why? What is going on? Why does this happen? I know why. I know why. And these 12 steps have showed me that. So for the next 20 minutes, next 20 minutes, I'm going to fly through the 12 steps. Fly through them. Now, in the comments, any steps that you have questions on, and I will go through here and look on here to see. Um, I'm trying my best here to look and answer some questions and see if there. I don't know why they're not up there. Okay. Anyways, so I will um, go through the comments and answer some questions, but we're going to start right now. The 12 steps of recovery. Where are they? What are they? Okay, here we go. So the 12 steps, they're written in a book right here, and it is called the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, once again, if you're just joining the show or just listening in right now, M2 The Rock does not represent any group. Okay, We do not wave a flag. And I want to emphasize that. But if you go to this book and you open it up, anybody can read this. It is great for anybody. And I'm going to tell you why. Because chapter five is the perfect chapter to go open up to. All right. I used to open this thing up. I'd read the first page. And the first page, it says in chapter one, it says, war fever ran high in Plattsburgh. How are people getting sober reading this trash? Chapter five, 
it's kind of reading the Bible. If you do read the Bible, like, you know, you open up to Genesis. They say go to John or Luke and all that stuff. So, but chapter five, it says, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Okay, you got my attention. And then I love this. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. They tricked me there. I didn't know what his meant. And then they said this. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested. Just suggested. Suggested. It's just suggested that if you work these steps, if you want to, you'll have a new way of life. The most for the numbers people, you know, going to treatment centers, like what's your success rate? You know, if I, if I, if my son or daughter, my husband, wife, whatever, if I come in there and I finish the course and I graduate, number one, don't ever say graduate. That you're, all you're doing is signing paper to drink and drug again. Graduate. I'm telling judges, I talk to a lot of judges, I quit saying graduate in your drug course. Don't say that. Because when you say graduate, all I hear is I can go drink and drug again. But these 12 steps, the only one, I lost my train of thought. Okay, wait, hold on. The 12 steps. Here are the steps we took, which are suggested as a program of recovery. Just suggested. Step one. You ready? Step one. We admitted we were powerless over alcohol and that our life has become unmanageable. Step one. Now, the only time alcohol is mentioned in the 12 steps is one time. The first step. So take the word alcohol and underline it. And in that underline, put in there what your source is. What is your source? Is it eating, gambling, work, pornography, hobbies, women, infidelity, drugs, alcohol? You put it in there. You know. You know what it is. It has our life unmanageable. What does that mean? What does, what does it mean to be powerless? I said it earlier. Powerless means this. I'm not drinking today and I mean it and I drink that night. Let me tell you what I'm struggling with right now. Dr. Pepper. I was told to do a 12 step program over Dr. Pepper. Yeah. I'm sneaking Dr. Pepper. Brandon, they're trying to hold me accountable. It's got too much sugar. Um, you need to, you need to get off, off of it. And it's, I'm sneaking it. I mean, I'm catching myself like, Finishing a Dr. Pepper before I walk into the room because I know they're looking at me. That's a mental obsession, an addiction. It's got me unmanageable because I'm starting to think. It's relapsed behavior. So step one, because when people come to me, they say, hey, can you help me out? But I don't want to talk about this God deal. I say, well, we're not. We're not going to talk about God at all. Can you go the next, can you go the rest of your life without drinking or doing drugs? I don't, I don't know about that. Okay? Um, can you go the next 15 years without drinking or doing drugs. Well, I, I, golly, I don't, I don't know about that. Okay. Can you go the next seven months without it? Maybe. Can you go the next four minutes without drinking and drugging? Yes. Bet. Lock it down. Okay. That person has just showed faith because we've reduced it down to the now. Right there is, is, is a great example of trusting the invisible. No problem. As a matter of fact, we've been having this conversation for about 15 minutes. Have you thought about drinking or doing drugs in the last 15 minutes since you and I have sat down? No, I haven't. Why? I don't know. Boom. Hold on to that. Hold on to I don't know. The spiritual principle behind step one is honesty. Come on, man. I'm honest. I'm honest. No. 
real honesty is this. I don't know why I drink and do drugs. That's real honesty. I don't know why I drink and do drugs. So step one is the detox phase. We stop drinking. We come into a support group meeting. I'm going to walk through a perfect scenario. Not a perfect one, a, a kind of a standard. It's my story, okay? Walk through it where I come in and I go, okay, I'm going to try this. I, I'm going to try this because I went and watched Monday Night Football and they found me stuck to the ceiling on a Thursday and I thought this was normal. And now I'm going to go to a support group meeting. So step one, I go in there and I announce myself this. Step two, came to believe there's a power greater than ourselves to restore us to sanity. The spiritual principle behind that is hope. I love when the topic of step two comes up because people start talking about God, church, and religion and all that. Hey, it's got nothing to do with it. It doesn't say anything in there. It's a power, a power greater than ourselves to restore us to sanity. What does that look like? If you're in recovery or any kind of recovery and you go into it, if someone is sharing their story, maybe me right now talking has caught your attention and you go, I can relate to him. Or something happens, you don't realize that you start doing this, right? That is a power greater than ourself to restore us to sanity. And then we keep going back to these meetings. We keep going back to these meetings and we're actually like, we're like going, okay, I got, I got to get to a new meeting. I got to get to a six o'clock meeting. And like, what is happening here? And I keep going to these meetings. And the reason why is because two, I'm detoxing. I'm in a fellowship group. I feel safe. They can relate to me. I can share my story. They laugh with me, not at me. And I'm starting to feel safe. Plus I'm physically detoxing and I've got this feeling of hope. I drank and I did drugs because I wanted to feel hope. Can you relate to that? Step two is one of the most dangerous steps in recovery based on my experience. And the reason why that is, is because when I started feeling hope, I started taking back power. Hear me out. I was physically detoxing. I started feeling hope. I started strutting. I started getting my swag back. I was helping people. Okay. I had nothing to give them. Absolutely nothing because I hadn't done step three. Steps one, two, and three is simply this. Trust God. Trust a higher power. Trust something besides me. If you're going to make your higher power a doorknob, you're going to drink again. All right. I'm talking about the big, something bigger than me. Step one, two, and three is trust God. Now, once we get into four through 11, we're going to clean house. Yeah, we're going to clean house. And once we get there, I get to finally answer the question to everybody. This is why I drank. This is why I did drugs. But step three. Step three is when we cross over to the supernatural. Step three is when religious trauma is exposed. How many people were you growing up church and you hear the word Jesus or God or whatever it is? It just, oh, just, oh my God, that's me. I'm still to this day. There's a lot of people's God. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Step three is made a decision to turn our will and life over to the care of God because we understand him. Let me give my personal story. And I always share this. So in 2002, I went to Betty Ford. So I'm not going to say treatment. I want you to know that I went to Betty Ford because I really thought I was that important. And I'll never forget when I was there, I was the client. I was telling the counselors how to handle me. Listen, you don't say that to me. I'm the customer. I don't run my business this way. You're going to take care of me. Really? My counselor looked at me and goes, hey, Michael, you will never, ever experience recovery. 
a new life until you do step three. And as he's saying this, I'm looking over his shoulder and I see the word God. And I said, it ain't happening. No way. He says, but in group, you talk about your boys, your kids, your daughter. Talk about how you're hurt by these two in Florida and that, that you feel wrong about it. You're a good dude. And we are all good people. Recovery is not about getting good. It's about getting well. What if your two boys that are with you, what if they spit in your face, cussed you out and left, walked out, just left you? How would you feel? devastated man that would, that would just rip my heart out okay they're gone for 40 years and then one day one day you hear this you go answer that door and you open that door and it's your boys standing there say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Do you let them in your house? I said, absolutely. Absolutely let them in there. No questions asked. He says, you just described your God. And that was my EBT moment. That went in there. I was like, oh, no, no, you ain't tricking me. Okay. And I did that on the visible side, but inside something was happening. That was in 2002. They told me when I left this expensive, and I learned a lot there, this expensive treatment center, they told me this. Now that we've given you all this stuff, here's what we are prescribing you. Go to support group meetings. Get a sponsor, read a book, and work all 12 steps. And don't work it alone. And we're about to get into that. I said, really? That's it? Okay, I can do that. I had a very high net worth. I had a company. And in 2017, I was miraculously released from the prison in 2017. And they told me, go to meetings, get a sponsor work the steps and read the literature. I did step three, finally, in 2017. And I made a decision to turn my will and life over to the care of God as I understand him. 
I understand him because God, I have a personal relationship with God. I understand him. You have a relationship with your God. You understand him. That's awesome. Or her or it, whatever. As long as my God is not people, places, things, or thoughts. As long as it's not that. Now, throughout the day, I'm in full-blown relapse because I go there. But the great thing about recovery is I recognize it. I recognize it. We're going to stop at step three. We're going to stop there. I'm going to fly through the rest of them real quick, but I really want to emphasize how important step three is. And how do we do that? The sooner we get to step three, based on my experience, is when we cross over to the supernatural. Have you ever been in a, in a, in a, in a situation or with your family and you just simply just want someone to say it's going to be okay? And, and, and a lot of times I want someone to tell me it's going to be okay. And what I want to hear, it's going to be okay from here on out. Life is going to be exactly the way that you imagine it. Can you relate to that? It's going to be okay. If you're watching this, it's going to be okay. It's just not going to be my way. It's just not. Because I've made a decision to turn my will and life over to the care of God as I understand him. It's going to be his way. I surrender every day, sometimes every hour. I get angry. I've, I've had a, a growing year. I, I, I get angry. And, I, and all the way to the point where it's come out visibly. Visibly. And it's a result of fear. And it's a result of my faith. That's why the pain's different now. Because of my faith. And if you're in recovery and you're a chronic relapse or whatever it is, and, and, and you hear people say the dreaded fourth step. Oh my God, I got to do the fourth step. Now the fourth step for people who are just watching this and learning, it's made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Like every good business, they do an inventory. And when they do an inventory, they want to see what's not working. Why is it not working? We got to take an inventory. And that's what gets around the recovery world because step four is all about what we think is shame. Bad. It's the opposite. It is the opposite because step four is where we cross over to the supernatural. I'm telling you, step four is the best step for me because remember step three, I made a decision to turn my will and life over the care of God as I understand him. Right? My God, why would my God want me to go forward in recovery and in life feeling shame? Because shame's a lie. Shame is the dark side, Satan, whatever you want to call it, the disease telling me I'm bad. I'm bad. That's not my God. My God is good in everything. And as a result of step four, I get to see where God is good in things that I would always say, if your God is so good, why would he allow this to happen? Because he's God. Because he's good. Because the sooner I get out of self and I look at it from a different perspective, wow. And a lot of times we're doing it. I'm watching my son Brandon do that. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. I mean, I'm just sitting back and just he's helping me so much. And I listen, he tells stories about now he sees it from a different perspective rocketed to the fourth dimension. You'll hear that in recovery. Okay. What it is, we're outside of ourselves and we're seeing it through God's perspective, the way God would see it or the way God sees it. What a great feeling. What that looks like is this. Step four, we do an inventory. And guess what we get to do? 
what we're good at. All good businesses, when you do an inventory, you get rid of the rotten fruit. What do you do with the good fruit? You buy more. You buy what's good, what's working. Okay. And that's what step four is about. My biggest character defect was this mouth, this mouth. And I would live in guilt and shame. I would live in guilt and shame over that. Today, it's my greatest asset because I don't know what I'm saying now. When I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, we're all going to penitentiary. I promise you, we're all going to penitentiary. It's not good. But when it's when spirit driven, it's my gift. I love doing this. I'm in the now. It's not about me. No way. Not about me. So step four, we break it down. Because the number one offender that's killing the human race, not drug addicts, not the human race, is resentment. The number one offender, the number one disease that is killing, wiping out the world is resentment. Because if Satan can get in my head and create confusion, distraction, that's all he's wanting to do is distract me. I go to my old behaviors and you know what my solution my whole life was when I was confused? Chaos. That was my, that was my solution. Chaos. Today, step four, I get to look at what role I play in it. If you have a resentment, okay? You say, well, I don't have a resentment. I don't have a resentment at all. Okay, let me, let me ask you this. Who owes you an apology? Think about it. Who owes you an apology? You can think of someone right now. You, are you doing this? Whoever that person is that owes you an apology, that's a resentment. Boom. That made sense, right? I didn't make that up. I heard it here in Orlando. Heard a guy say that. I'm like, wow, I got resentments. This they owe me a homeboy owes me an apology. That means I got resentment toward it. A resentment means I play a role in it. I play a role in it. And I've got to see what my role is and be grateful, find gratitude in it, and accept it. Wait a minute. Now, come on. You're telling me you played a role in your grandfather sexually abusing and molesting you for your entire young childhood. That's my story. I played a role in it. Now, hang in there with me. Probably went right over your head. Hang in there. The role that I played in it was I chose to hold on to the resentment. See, step four is where I got to stand in front of the judge and they go, what's different now? Remember that? Hey, why should we believe you? Why should we let you back in the house? Why should we believe you? Well, first of all, our words mean nothing. It's our actions. They see it. Second, I have an answer. And the answer is simply this. In order for God to set me free, the God of my understanding, in order for him to set me free, free, I had to forgive everybody, everything around me. And I did it as a result of step four. And my grandfather, I had an awakening. I was at a treatment center sharing my story, sharing my story. And I shared my story to full group. And before I went into the group, it was a break. And I went into the men's bathroom. And when I went into the men's bathroom, there was three guys and there's two wall urinals. And there is the, the toilet where the door shuts. One guy leaves in the wall urinal and another guy standing in there. 
and I'm waiting for the guy to come out of behind the door. The reason why it's still trauma that I suffer with that I can't do that next to a man. That's why prison was just so eye-opening to me. Strip search. I mean, oh my God, it was horrible for me because of sexual abuse. And I got in that stall and I shut it. I said, I'm just still doing it. It's in my head. I did it my whole life. When I came back into the room to talk, I shared that. And as I shared that story, four men started crying. And they came up to me afterwards and hugged me and they said, I didn't think anybody felt that way. Me too. I've been sexually abused. And today's the first time I've ever said it. What's the point of that, Michael? The point of it is I'm grateful for my grandfather. I'm grateful for him. He saved those men's life. Wait a minute, come him too. Get off the gas. No. He saved those men's life. God allowed it to happen so that he could flex his muscle. We don't know who we're dealing with. Right? Now, it might be a deep one for you. Yeah, it's a hard one right now because maybe you can relate. But once the fourth column of the fourth step is the role that I play in it, it's easy. The role I play, hey, you owe me five bucks, you didn't pay me back, forgive it. Right? That's an easy one. But how do we get close to God? The things that happen to us, they're not okay. That's the step that made us drink and do drugs. Why would these people do this to me? And in this book, it answers that. This was our course. Sick man's prayer. This was our course. And today I'm grateful for that. And that is what has leapfrogged me. Because step five, as I just shared with you right there, I've already done step five. I talk about it. Get it out. Once again, the steps cannot be worked alone. They have to be worked with someone who has worked through them. A sponsor's job is one thing only, that's to work you through the steps. Men work with men and women work with women. Why is that? Well, because I'm sick. I'm sick. And if I get uncomfortable and I'm working with the women, I want a visible thing. I want visible stuff. I'm not being honest because I'm in fear and I don't want, I, don't, I wouldn't tell her that story. I wouldn't tell that story. I told him. I told him because I was willing to say everything. Willing to say everything. Okay. I'm not anonymous. Okay. You can Google my fourth and fifth step. All right. So as we do four and five, now what's happening? This God that I'm taking some risk. I'm taking some risk on this God deal. And guess what? Because I feel a little more, wow, I got that out. Man, I feel better. Man, this feels great. Guess what's happening? My God's getting more real. My God's getting more visible. And my God is speaking through humans. Don't ever underestimate the hand of God through the hand of man. And God will often work through ungodly people to deliver his message. Yeah, he will. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. Step six is uh, we are entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Willingness. Willingness. Here's the word willingness. You ready? We're born with it. Willingness is a gift. You're born with it. We're born with willingness. We have it. No, that's not true, M2. Yeah, it is true. Because I was willing to go to any length to do drugs and alcohol. Any length. I was willing to go to any length to get what I wanted. I was willing to go to any length with a female to love me. I would say anything, buy anything, 
just love me. I had no clue what love was. Character defects. Character defects, willingness. No, willingness is what I was talking about. The spiritual principle is willingness. Now, we flip it in recovery and we're willing to do whatever it takes to get clean and sober. Now, for newcomers, it's like, oh, my God, I will, I, I'm willing to go the rest of my life without drinking and drugging? No, that's what I'm asking. Can you go the next 10 minutes without drinking and drugging? Well, yeah, no problem. Hold on to that. That's, what's up. That, that, that's where it's at. We have to reduce it down because the safest place in the world is right here, right now. That's where God's at. Real talk. I feel so safe right now. And the reason why is, is because my brain is not in the future. Because if my brain goes in the future alone, fear, anxiety, paranoia. I don't like the way that feels. So I shift the view. I go to the past. Anger, rage, resentment, depression. You fight with depression? 100% of the time when I'm depressed, it's because I'm in the past thinking about me. Can you relate to that? Yeah. Depression. I'm in the past alone. Well, Michael, I plan. I mean, I got a plan. I'm a businessman. I'm a businesswoman. I got a, I got a plan for the future. I didn't say no plan for the future. I didn't, it wasn't taught to me not to plan for the future. Don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. When I go into the future with God, a sponsor, another man, I get the feeling of hope. That's where hope is in the future with God. Now, if I go into the past with God, because we don't shut the door on it, what do I get? Gratitude. That's where gratitude's at. Going to the past with God. It's the opposite. See, the enemy, the dark side, wants me to go. It wants me, it wants to create confusion where I go in the future alone in the past. That is my problem. And I do it today. I do it today. And I recognize it. We talk about relapse. Relapse behaviors. Step six is my relapse behaviors. If I'm cussing, nothing against cussing. Okay. Nothing against cussing. But for me, if I'm cussing, it's because I'm in fear. I want you to hear me. Please hear me. <clears throat> and I learned that in prison. I was standing in line getting food, chow line. And my language is so different now. And the guys came to me and said, hey, man, rabbit, sorry we were cussing, man. Didn't mean to disrespect you. These are murderers. I said, no big deal. And then I thought about it that night. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Wow. That's how we're a witness for Christ, God, whatever it is. That's how we're a witness is by our behaviors. Not our words. Step six and seven. Seven, we humbly ask God to remove these shortcomings. Shortcomings. 
So these character defects, and if you're a treatment center out there, I'll never forget I was speaking somewhere. I was telling Brandon this, and I'm about to speak, and they're done. And, and everybody in there is like, I don't speak at treatment centers much. I was actually working at one up in Texas, not working at one. I go there on Thursdays and, and help out the residents and bring 12-step recovery meetings uh, to them. And as I'm helping these people, uh, the first time I went in there, that they're, they're, they're talking about a relapse prevention plan. Are you kidding me? They got 10 days sober and you're wanting them to draw up a relapse prevention plan? I'm just planning my relapse. That's all I know how to do. But seven is we humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings because these are my relapse behaviors. Relapse. The relapse starts way before the drink or drug, way before. And as a result of these steps, I can catch it immediately. I always tell everybody when I wake up in the morning, my feet hit the ground. I'm in full blown relapse. I mean, my eyes are open. I'm thinking about me. I'm in relapse. But recovery is I catch it. That's why I go to support group meetings. I stay connected because I get to hear people. I hear God speak. That's spirituality. Now, once again, these steps are in order for a reason because now we get to step eight. Okay. What did I say the number one offender is that kills the entire human race? Resentments. Well, step eight, we're going to make a list. Not do anything. We're going to make a list of the people we'd harm. We're going to make a list. We're going to write that list down. Everybody that we had harmed. Just be willing to make amends to them all. The reason why sponsorship is so important in the steps, because so many times I would do these steps first. Forgive me. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Just forgive me. Love me. I'll never drink again. You don't relate to that. I'll never cheat again. I'll never steal again. I'll never lie again. Lying is a drug. Lying is a drug. Lying is a character defect. Lying is relapse behavior. If you're lying and you know you're lying, you are in full blown relapse and you're going to drink. That's my story. But when I recognize it, I go, Hey man, I, you know what? I just said something that wasn't true. That wasn't true. I need to make that right. My bad. That's recovery. You want to feel good. Do you want a solid relationship? You tell someone like that, they're going to go, dude, I want to ride this dude. This guy's got it going on. The reason why they're in order is because we go to step eight is a checklist. Do we still have more resentments? There'll be a lot of times you'll get to step eight. Your sponsor will take you back to step four because the resentment's not gone. I do step four every day. I'm always working on one. And I just announced this uh, the other day when I was speaking. Um, there's something I've never done in my entire life of recovery. And I'm starting it right now. I've never done a four step on me. I have so much resentment towards me. And when I get alone in my head, laying in bed, it gets dangerous. Can y'all relate to that? I'm mad at me. Look what you've done. Really? And that's why service work is so important for me. Because, man, I will beat myself up with a baseball bat. Can you relate to that? Once again, Brandon. Now, Brandon, he's only been sober for like eight minutes. He just celebrated a year. One year. And he sees me in a truck. And he sees me just being so hard on myself. He said, hey, Dad. Instead of beating yourself up with a baseball bat, why don't you try a feather? That's brilliant. He says, now that I've told you that, now that I've told you that, I promise you within the 24 hours, you will see a feather. Now, I want y'all to, instead of beating yourself up with a baseball bat, try a feather. And he gets out of the truck to go get my granddaughters. I said that, my granddaughters. Molten. Last name is Molten. 
He goes and gets him, and immediately I get a text. And right when he walks out of the truck, takes a picture of a feather. Look at this. Look at the feather. A lot easier on us, right? Be nice to yourself. Step nine, we go make the amends. Sponsorship important. But we don't want to hurt anybody. The, the very clear example of this, it's used a lot in step nine, what we want, you know, if during our addiction, if we slept with someone's wife or husband, we don't go sit down with that husband or wife and say, hey, you just want to let you know I did this. I just need to make amends and all that. No, that's that's not wise. OK. And a lot of times a sponsor will have you write a letter, you read it out loud and you tear it up. We don't want to hurt anybody because we've already hurt a lot of people. Also, in step nine, as your sponsor, your mentor, your coach, y'all work together to go make this amends. A lot of times they'll, they, they want to see you. They'll listen to you. They may tell you go fly a kite, but you go fly a kite because the amends are for you. And a lot of times when we make the amends and the people who are mad at us like that, they don't want to forgive me. I'm actually being a witness to them because I'm scaring them. Like, Who is this person? And now we become the expert. Now we are the healthy people and they don't want to see that. They don't want to look at themselves and they don't drink and do drugs. They're dark. They're lost. Just like we were. They're searching for hope and they're seeking visible things to try to fix the invisible problems. Bam. Step nine's over. And then step 10, we continue to take personal inventory when we are wrong, promptly admitted every single night. I take an inventory. What's the number one offender? Resentments. I cannot have a resentment. I cannot go to bed with the resentment. And I still do sometimes. I hate that. I hate making amends. The reason why I hate making amends is because I, I have to go back to this. Why'd you say that? Why'd you do that? Why'd you think that? Right? This is what we drank over and did drugs over. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation. Oh my God, prayer? What? What? Prayer? I don't believe in God. Now I do. Do you know when we get to step 11, when I got to step 11, when I got to step 11, I was praying so much. I didn't even realize I was doing it. Prayer and meditation with your God of your understanding is like when you very first get into a relationship with a man or a woman. Because at the very beginning, you're kind of doing this. But once you start getting closer quickly, the conversations are more this. There's a lot of listening. There's a lot of talking. It's very intimate. That's God. It starts out where we're kind of shucking and jiving. He ain't shucking and jiving. He already knows how it's going to end up. But we get connected. And that's where the connection is and stays. It keeps me out of here. As a result of the 11 steps, now I've finished the 11 steps, I go help others. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we carry the message to go help others. We carry the message. We carry the message. We don't go out and shout in the streets. We carry it. Our behaviors are walked. How do you know if you are working the steps correctly? I have an answer based off my personal experience. This is how we know when somebody calls and asks you for help. When somebody has that dark moment at night where they're all alone and they're thinking about you, man, he's different. And they reach out and they call you and say, hey, man, I need help really bad. That's when you know you're working steps. Because when that person is really meaning it and crying out to whatever it's crying out to, 
You think God's going to put that person in front of a sick person? No. God's good. That's when we know. So if you're in recovery, no one's calling you. No one's reaching out to you. I have to look at myself. I have to look at myself going, man, it's dead right now. What's going on? And because of that, that's what's kept me going. All the time, I'll get a phone call out of clear blue and I'm up in my head at the right time. And God says, here you go. Here you go. Talking to um, my psychiatrist. He said they're losing a lot of people dying. This is a psychiatrist that deals with very, very high level, high net worth people and they're dying. He says, the problem is, is that he says, I can only bridge the gap. I'm bridging the gap with medicine to help them detox. I don't enable, don't rescue. Now, some people with mental health need medication. I, I'm, I'm all for Matt, you know, um, you know it, it, it's under the doctor's care. But if the medication becomes my source, I'm out of there. I'm out of there. And that's what Dr. Spencer was talking about. Dr. Lee Spencer, I'm going to have him on the show. He says, he says, it's a bridge because I'm just trying to get him to step three. Step three, everybody who died, not one of them was working a program. You ask any judge, all the judges court order their people to go to support group meetings. And if you're a judge watching this, don't say three a week. Please don't say that. Say seven. Court order them to seven a week because we drank seven days a week. We did drugs seven days a week. You give a mouse a cookie, we're going to ask for a glass of milk. Seven is the most successful program. And the court systems love it. Why? Two reasons. It doesn't cost the state any money. That's one. And number two, it works. And what does the judges see? The awakening. They see it. Walk in. When I walked in, Judge Bennett goes, who is this person? Because we stop explaining. We stop explaining. Now we have something to give away. Because now we stay in gratitude because when the newcomer comes in, we see it. We see it. They're explaining, right? They're explaining everything. This is why I drink. This is why I drink. This is why I do drugs. They're doing it to me. Everybody's doing it to me. Everybody's plotting and scheming to get me. I didn't do that. I didn't play a role in that. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. That's why you're here. But we love them. When the hand of a suffering alcoholic or drug addict, porn addict, whatever it is, reaches out, it's my responsibility just to give them a good listening to. I'm going to end with this. January 4th is a nightmare day for me every year because my wife, that's when she had her massive brain hemorrhage and my life changed forever. Why would God allow this chaos to happen? And I hated January 4th. I mean, you talk about betrayal and it's a mess. Why would God allow this to happen? Why would everything just be taken from me and I give everything away and I act a fool? Last year, January 3rd, Brandon called and he said, I hate you. I want, I don't want your last name. You left me, but I need you. I've been watching you. I have a problem with cocaine, alcohol. I, I, I can't stop watching and, and I, I can relate to you. There's a power greater than himself that's restoring him to sanity. And I've had more people reach out to me. Just say, what was the recipe? Can you please talk to my son? Can, you know, all the way to the point, can you, can you get him to accept Christ? And I'm like, no. This is what I did. I got on a plane 
flew in and we went to a support group meeting. That's what I did. And from that day forward, he's been helping me. I'm the freaking wacko now. <laughs> but having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we serve. We serve. Well, I don't know how to serve. I mean, I can't do what you're doing, him too. I can't speak and talk and all that stuff. No. After working the 12 steps, we figure out what our assets are. If you're breathing, you're watching this. If you're watching this right now and you are breathing oxygen, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. You're supposed to be here. And I always say this, my life today, I don't deserve. My life today, I didn't want, don't want. Not what I, this is not what I drew up. But this is what God wants me to do. And it's painful. But the last one hour, 24 seconds, the last one hour and 24 seconds, I haven't thought about drinking. I haven't thought about drugs. I haven't thought about resentments. I haven't been in fear. I haven't been anxious. I haven't been depressed. I haven't been angry. I haven't been felt rage. Why? Because I'm in the now. The safest place in the world is right here, right now. Alcohol and drugs is not my problem. I am. I'm in with this. 27 mugshots. 27 mugshots. It's not because of alcohol and drugs. It's because of spiritual bankruptcy. Spiritual bankruptcy. Michael, how do I do it? M2, how do I do it? I want what you got right now. How do I do it? Call a man, call a woman in recovery and just go hang out with them. And don't talk. You got nothing to say, nothing to explain. You don't have to explain anything. Just show up. I got three words. I got eight letters. And it's got one meaning, and that is I love you. I loved it. This is going to sound weird. I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. I love you guys. I can't tell you how much you have gotten me through this last year. We're going to talk more about it because I was diagnosed with something that almost killed me. And then I realized I had a resentment towards it. And when I accepted it, when I accepted it, I looked at God and I said, you allowed this to happen so I can talk about it. Just like the sexual abuse to help someone else. That's what we do. Why does God allow bad things to happen? So he can take a felon and turn him into a phenomenon. And show the world that he's God. Not tell him. Not tell him. I love you guys. Good night. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.